Bird, Bird. Listen up, fanboy. 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 Three, two, one. What's it up, fanboys? It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast, and here's your host, Derek McCall. Hey, thank you. This is hey, Derek are, are we doing a podcast tonight? What? Well, I, I mean, sure, we're not in the same room, and oh, you know what? Uh, did listen to our last one uh, when we interviewed Amber Benson, and we did mention that uh, we had issue uh, issue episode number four hundred uh, coming up. Yeah, this is so. If we though. do a podcast this week, um, that this isn't been... isn't special. I, we can't do this. No, this is a precast. Yeah, well, this is a commercial. Yeah. All right, that's fine. So yeah, we're here to tell you. That uh, we are indeed going to do another live podcast to celebrate our 400th official episode of the Fanboy Planet podcast. And that will be, and we're talking Pacific time, people, on Saturday, June 13th at 2 p.m. Uh, at the Seven Stars Bar and Grill in San Jose, California. We'd love to see as many of you there as we possibly can. Home of the linguisa corn dog. Uh, uh, absolutely, that's what I'm thinking. Is there's going to be a lot of linguisa corn dogs sold that day? I uh, I'm currently working with a fellow Portuguese, and I told him of the linguisa corn dog. <laughs> I feel like we're we're spreading some kind of magical mythical food item <laughs> <laughs> through is the he, Portuguese American community. And is he making a pilgrimage up to Seven Stars? Then? Oh, I would love to. Not anytime I, soon. Uh, uh, well, we will have to induct Rick into the. Uh, there are honorary Portuguese, right? Um, yes. Yes. So we'll have to do that. So the okay. Rick can have one on your behalf. Anyway, uh, I would so appreciate that. We'll be having linguista corn dogs. We're also working on getting uh, some special guests and shout outs for that day. And it'll be your regularly scheduled, uh, just like your regularly scheduled podcast with comics news, movie news, television news. Um, but we can't leave you in the lurch uh, here on, what day is it? June 4th, while we're uh, recording this via phone, all of us. Um, there are a couple of uh, big items in comics and movie and, and TV news. It actually makes it at least three items, right? So we're going to do a little kind of bit of truncation. Call this 399B, or uh, as uh, Nate said, a precast. Uh, the internet, the interwebs, was a fire this week because this covers comics, movies, and I guess I suppose if you want to include uh, uh, Rebels, Rebels, that uh, it covers TV as well, in that uh, it's been established that the Marvel Comics version of Star Wars is now being treated as canon. Anything they do in the last uh, for the last six months and moving forward is going to be officially part of what is the... They're not really calling it expanded universe. What was that title, Rick? All those, all well, those they, books that are coming out that are um, that are leading up to uh, the Force Awakens. I don't know if they had a name for that, but the previous stuff was just legendary. The no, 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 no. Those books that are coming out in the next few months that are leading up. Oh, 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 oh. No, I can't remember the name. March yeah. to the Force, or uh, you know, something like that. Forcing Awakenings. 
uh, something like that. Fifty Shades of Force. Wow. Uh, Thematic. I've just hurt myself uh, thinking about that. Uh, anyway, so uh, Star Wars number six came out uh, today, uh, yesterday, actually, uh, with a revelation that has overshadowed actually how good the storyline actually is getting because uh, in, the, in the past couple of issues, there's been a, a veiled or a masked bounty hunter who's clearly not Boba Fett uh, searching for Han Solo on Tatooine because uh, they go to Moss Eisley. She, it goes to Moss Eisley. I, I blew it. It's a she because at this point we can now reveal that the woman is named Sana Solo and she is Han Solo's wife. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, you kind of leave that there. It's like, um, because well, he's ro- Because in any epic story, if there's somebody trying to kill the hero, it's usually an ex-wife or oh, absolutely. Maybe well, wife. she doesn't say ex-wife. Doesn't say ex-wife, right? But uh, you know, this is between uh, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Uh, so Han and Leah are really only just sparring. There's nothing. There's no sparks. Besides, he's oh, a rogue. There are sparks. Go ahead. There are sparks. There are sparks. Yeah. A few. Uh, I, I think you know this is this is getting back to that idea of you know he is a rogue. Han Solo is a roguish fellow. There's no. Uh, I, I don't know why it's this. It's like startled people so much. But well, I don't. He's a want rogue. To but to, to that say I, that it's his wife, that means he made a, some kind of commitment. You know. <laughs> He's a Corellian. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, who shot first? That's the real question. Exactly. In this version, did did Han? Did Greedo? Um, that's that's all that really matters. And I mentioned Boba Fett. And I want to say there is a fantastic uh, sequence confrontation between Boba Fett and Luke Skywalker that I, I read twice because I was, I was going, does this contradict anything we know from the movies? It does not. And there's actually a really major important turning point in uh in this that makes me actually want to read the darth vader solo book i think you're reading it aren't you rick oh yeah aren't you reading all of them yeah. yes i'm reading all of them. Yeah. so i want to get when that comes into trade uh because apparently they've been sort of running parallel and tied together yes, but you know there's a there's a, a big much more important to the larger canon revelation in this issue that has nothing to do with Han Solo's marital status. I won't spoil that because I know you haven't read it and I'm pretty sure Nate has not either. Yeah, but but I've got to say that once again, this Star Wars book is really, really good. Um, there is something else you can reveal though. You picked, and that is, you picked something up in Anaheim this past weekend. Oh, should we oh, talk about... Oh, did you ever. Uh, yeah, should we talk about uh, the... 60th anniversary uh oh because actually i didn't uh you guys didn't see that that uh they are um selling a limited edition r2d60 action figures in uh the star trader That's uh, so silver and blue r2 figures star trader being the store that you come out into after yeah, star at the after star tours yes um but at the Tomorrowland Terrace, and also apparently at a popcorn stand, oh, uh, yeah. they have, uh, I don't know for how long, but I know it's because they are ramping up to uh, Star Wars. One, I'm sorry that I've been busy this week. I wanted to write something up about this, how uh, heavily uh, they are f- 
finally starting to really market Star Wars around the park as they get ready for The Force Awakens. Um, Star Wars is now included in World of Color, uh, the show that they run at California Adventure uh, After Dark. Did you actually see and, that? What? Did you actually see The World of Color? I did. I oh, did. Good. Yeah, so... Um, Neil Patrick Harris hosts, and then they talk about the formation of Disneyland, and they start with the intro to Star Tours, and then it all goes to footage from The Force Awakens, wow. which I thought was kind of funny because it's like, we don't have anything about The Force Awakens in the parks yet. Um, Just so, a little uh, droid. <laughs> they should they put will. a giant Star Destroyer crashed on the ground somewhere. That'd be cool. Into the side of the Matterhorn. That would be awesome. No, I can't. No, they just redid the Matterhorn, and uh, the Abominable Snowman in that, to sidetrack for a second, is scary as heck. Really awesome. well done redo. Really well done redo of, of that. The figures, the three figures of the of the Abominable Snowman are much better than they've ever been before. But how great would it be to have him fighting Darth Vader at the last scene? Yeah. Oh, he'll win. No, <laughs> no, Replace him with a Wampa. Then we'll talk. Uh, but anyway, at Tomorrowland Ter- Terrace, which is the restaurant currently between the Submarine Voyage and uh, Space Mountain, uh, they are selling, of course, not for cheap, but uh, you can order either a soda or a, uh, a lovely dessert, a parfait, uh, and you can have it uh, served to you in a collectible Boba Fett Stein. So plastic with a little, you know, his top of his helmet is the lid, clicks uh, back, it's great. The handle is, in fact, the rocket pack, though it does not fire, despite my best efforts, it does not shoot a rocket. shoots in your mouth and chokes you. Don't do that, no, Rick. Luckily, I didn't introduce as Moral Compass. No, um, that's, what ha- that's why the toy got recalled. But uh, also, you can also get in a, if you order a sandwich, it's either chicken sandwich or a hamburger and fries, you can get that served to you lovingly in a plastic reproduction of Han Solo in carbonite. That's so, what I want. That's and you can also do that with popcorn. So apparently there are a couple, I did not see which stands they have, but anyway, they are selling uh, Han Solo and Carbonite food containers. And then uh, you can take them to school and store your pens and pencils in them. You, that's $35 exactly what I did, only to work, but yes, I did put it on my desk at work, along with my Boba Fett Stein. So awesome. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> They're also doing a special uh, Father's Day promotion there at uh, in Tomorrowland where uh, it's all about Darth Vader as the greatest dad in Disney history. Um, I was going to say the dad who lived, but uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, so, But the action figure, the uh, droid action figure, the droid action what? figure is from Force Awakens, right? The, there, uh, the, there are no action figures yet from from Force Awakens available. What was the R two D sixty? It's for the sixtieth anniversary of Disneyland. It's R two D two, but in in their oh. special sixtieth diamond anniversary. I get it. I get it now. Uh, so it was an action figure, but it's not from Force Awakens. No, it's not. Okay, it's not. It's just. It's, it's just R two. It's just R2. But they call it D60 because it's Disneyland 60. Got it. So, yes. Okay. I wish it was just, uh, you know, encrusted with real diamonds, but no. Um, so, before we move on to a, to a movie thing, is there uh, was there any comic this week that uh, stood up? Because, you know, um, 
this is the first week of the new 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 52 or the great 48 or the they're, they're pretty fine 49 of uh dc did you pick anything up uh the last thing i read was the attilan rising for uh for uh, battle worlds uh, the, uh, mm-hmm. the marvel event and i was actually surprised and amused by it so that uh, again i uh, i'm so happy that that uh convergence is over and um <laughs> i only bought four dc comics this week um all right and that if uh, i would have gotten to the store i would have only purchased one yeah which one justice league yeah the justice league is really good i i i bought action and i bought uh I, I did buy Bizarro and uh, Batman Beyond, just the number ones, just to give them a try, and then probably you did not, not buy Batmite. No, I hate Batmite. Always hated Batmite. What? <laughs> I have always hated that character. Oh, I, I don't find him funny at all. He is. He. I'm sorry, Batmite. Batmite, you you are no ambush bug. He predates him. It is funny, though. I cannot read Batmite speaking without hearing uh, Paul Rubin's voice, since he was the perfect voice in uh, Brave and the Bold. Uh, I bought Bizarro as well. Uh, and out of the Secret Wars, the Battleworld stuff, did you get to where monsters dwell? Yeah, I did. Read that. That, yeah. was, that was last week. Oh, it was this... Oh, you know what? That's right. It was last week because I missed last week in the store. I like right. it. It surprised me. I like the uh, the turnabout with the ma- major character being kind of a uh, jerk and a and a scoundrel. Very Garth, very Garth Ennis, though. Yeah. Uh, but what I thought was interesting, I bought uh, Where Monsters Well and then the giant size uh, Little Marvel or whatever they're called, giant says size miniature A V A versus X, uh-huh. and they're both titles that t- that to me. They don't need to be Secret Wars crossovers at all. No. And I thought that was funny about Where Monsters Well, that there's like, meh. other than you slapped that on the cover, there was nothing <laughs> that made that required to be I suspect there's going to be more in the upcoming issues. I'll be disappointed if it is. Yeah. I don't want any more. I think it's a good enough story on its own, but you're, you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I, I anyway. Just, that's where Devil Dinosaur is going to show up, you know? But he's already shown up with Captain America. And so, I mean, and Doctor Strange is in every other book. I mean... It is, I know, I know. So let's talk about movies. Let's see if we can make... Uh, if we just set Nate off here. Uh, I, I'd say this is more than rumor. Um, I But before everybody freaks out, let's just assume it hasn't happened yet. But it was announced this week that Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock is uh, planning on starring as Jack Burton in a remake of one of Nate's favorite films, as well as one of mine, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Nate, go! I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I mean, it's... It's ridiculous. Who, uh, Melissa, they replayed on Howard Stern today Melissa McCarthy's appearance from a few weeks ago and she was talking about the Ghostbusters reboot that they're doing and blah, blah, blah. And the, one of the things she said was they're not remaking Ghostbusters. They're rebooting the franchise. If Which they is- were going to reboot big trouble in little China. Okay. 
But if they're going to remake the original film, no. Well, what's a re- what's the difference between a reboot and a remake? Because my contention is it's just how much how much you honor the the previous uh, the previous movie versus how much you kind of uh, don't. Well, I mean, yeah, is that what you what you're saying about Ghostbusters is they will acknowledge the original Ghostbusters existed? Right. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. Okay. Whereas it does sound like from the many different angles on the exact same piece of information that I have read <laughs> on this big trouble in little China. I mean, good yeah, lord, it's how like many two paragraphs that are exactly the same in every article? Right, is that they are going to just remake it. He is going to be Jack Burton. The first movie did not happen. This is retelling it. Right? Dislike. That's Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. So I mean, he's not, yeah. you know. He's not like the son of Jack Burton or anything like that. I, I mean, Kurt Russell still lives. He could be in the film. <laughs> That's true. Maybe he could play Lo Pan this time. Maybe no, no, he no, could no. be the dispatcher for Pork Chop Express. No, I think you you go Delivery ahead and company. you do an old Jack Burton with somebody else. You know, you 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 pair him up with somebody else who's going to do most of the action adventure, and you have yeah. him, him. The deli- Rock could be Wang. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Rock could be the you know you, yeah. Let's let's cast him as yeah. I I'd, I'd uh, like to see Rock as David Lo Pan. No, this week um, let's just let's just cast everybody as ethnically appropriate. Okay. Since apparently you know there's that big controversy, and I agree with it. Oh yeah. That you know they cast Emma Stone as a half Asian woman in Aloha. Uh, no, you know, she's, so. she's a quarter Hawaiian and, and half Chinese. And what what they said was since 2007, the script has noted that she is. Um, upset because no one thinks she's actually Hawaiian because of the way she looks. So it's actually it's actually brought out in the storyline that she is she doesn't look Hawaiian. And I mean, you've met people who are a quarter of an ethnicity, and they they show nothing of it. But my daughter is a case in point. There you go. <laughs> she's a quarter Hawaiian. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. This is the age of people people finding something to be upset about every day. Well, yeah, perhaps. Perhaps as as well. However, I, I understand the argument there. It may have been in the script since 2007, but one, I don't know why we're debating about a movie that is allegedly pretty terrible anyway. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, uh the Hawaiian name Ing is not a Hawaiian name either. That's the you know that there it's a a mixture of ethnicities in the name and in the character. And yes, I understand it's a plot point in a script written by Cameron Crowe uh, that nobody bothered to point out to Cameron Crowe is probably well. She's a quarter. That means one of her one of her parents was parents was one of her parents' parents was Hawaiian, and the other one could right. have been you know. Japanese. Yes, but you're, you're missing my point. Ing yeah. is not a no. The, Ng is not a Hawaiian name. It's right. a Chinese name. But she could have gotten so that surname a, from her father, and she got a Hawaiian heritage from her mother. Right, which is what they've said is that her father is Chinese. Yeah, and her and the quarter Hawaiian sounds like it's from her mother. I don't know. I didn't see the film. Neither did you. 
and we're totally being diverted from the point that The Rock should probably not play Lopan, um, <laughs> nor should Kurt Russell, for that matter. Uh, sorry, it's just the way where we are right now. You know who should right. play Lopan? Lopan. He still could. James Hong. Yeah. That would be totally worth it. We could call it no, Old I, Trouble in Little China. <laughs> I'm sorry. Back there. Huh? I didn't hear what you said. I said we could call it Old Trouble in Little China. <laughs> Cast everybody from the original film. Yeah, that would around. be great. What the hell's because... Gracie Law doing here? She's not doing much. <laughs> and where's... Uh... Where's his friend? Wang, uh, that actor, Dennis. Is it Dennis Dunn? Haven't seen him in a while. I think so. Yeah. Anyway. It would be cool seeing some people. The, the truth of the matter is, you know, uh, John Carpenter has basically said, look, they'll make it, they'll make it. He doesn't own it. He doesn't have any any right there. And to be honest, uh, you know, so a lot of people have been saying, why are they going to do it? And you say, well, I did just show it to my kids. And my kids' response was, that's weird, but with a half smile, and um, those are kind of lame special effects. Yeah, and, uh, but, I know. But the point, I know uh, the bigger point is, I mean, all these remakes just is no one writing scripts in L.A. And I say that facetiously because everyone in L.A. is writing scripts, and they've got to be good, totally agree. There've got to be good scripts out there if if the producers would just spend a little time and think and maybe take some chances but they're not and so we just end up with reconstituted old well stuff. no I, I agree with that but what it also says like from this article is that it's Dwayne typing it he loves the film he wants to be in it yeah well make a new one we'll I will admit I will admit that I may have sent him a tweet that says please say it ain't so don't do it <laughs> And that's why he won't be a guest on our next episode. <laughs> <laughs> that and we haven't contacted him. So many mistakes have been made in Hollywood because a a some talent wanted to do some role and got big enough to be able to do it. And yeah. yeah. On the other hand, since Big Trouble in Little China is like our Shakespeare. We keep uh, <laughs> redoing Shakespeare plays, you know. Uh, yeah, they'll so. be studying that in college in a couple of years. It's, hey, I believe it was Mark Ruffalo who said, like, the Hulk is, is like a, our, our generation's Hamlet. You pass it along from Eric Bana to Edward Norton to Mark Ruffalo. You know, who's next? Uh, which brings up the point, apparently, in Civil War, uh, we... Mark Ruffalo may appear, although actually probably not, because the Hulk we know is isolated himself, but there is rumors this week that there will be an appearance by a Hulk, if not the Hulk, uh, because William Hurt is returning to the franchise after seven years' absence as General Thunderbolt Ross, which could mean the appearance of Nate's favorite character, the Red Hulk. Yes. Who actually... How did you like... Like the uh, the whole Hulk going around trying to de-Hulk all, all the uh, other characters. Uh, I thought it was our. I mean, it kind of got to the point where it was like, okay, he's just going around and doing it, and like they're just pushing out an issue, right? Like there was no. 
Oh, I th- there I was th- no. Oh, maybe he's not going to be able to do it. Like it was, he's going to do it, and they're going to move on to the next person. Well, I think it was a good way to clean up the whole. Oh, absolutely, because there are way pantheon. too many. There's, they shouldn't have done that in the first place, right. and that was all low. But I like. I actually did like the fights between uh, the Hulk and the Red Hulk. They were they were well thought out, and the the smarter. They're both smarter hulks, and right. But you had one who's really smart, and one who's just savvy smart. So, I will admit, I think Red Hulk has been great on the Venture Brothers. Yes. So, um, let's uh, so while we're staying on Marvel, let's uh, switch a little to television because, of course, uh, there was an announcement of. Are they calling it Phase Two for Netflix? Or just season two for Netflix. I think phase two is something the press has stamped on it. I haven't seen anything from Netflix that calls it fake. Yeah, okay. But there's another wave. But Marvel Marvel called the first set of movies phase one. Right. So they may be impressing that on it. And we're about to enter phase three uh, of the movies with Ant-Man. And uh, so which is going to set off a whole bunch uh, of, of variety of things there's rumors that there will be other heroes appearing in ant-man as well as we know that ant-man himself will be appearing in civil war but uh we know there are a lot of characters that marvel has recently gotten back from other studios the rights and maybe will be better fitting for a netflix series and so it was uh i guess it's officially announced or rumored that they are looking to develop three of the characters that they have that they had not had for a while, which are, of course, the Punisher, uh, Blade, which I think that's interesting, cause, uh, which they had had a, a television series briefly on, I think it was TNT. and uh, it started out and, good and just went bad. Well, they keep uh, trying to push Blade and just doesn't work. Well, the problem Blade, with Blade is, is good is you, in small doses. The problem with Blade is you have to accept that there is a, there's a, tremendous vampire threat and the problem with that it is doesn't affect any other any superhero other heroes, except right, for Blade. Blade. Yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> which is why the first film worked so well right right uh, it's just but it, it's why he doesn't work well in any of the any of the groups that they've thrown him into it's like okay well yeah we've got a vampire hunting group okay blades in it yeah sure okay. yeah and we would assume though that by that time uh the Doctor Strange, they're not going to come up with a scientific explanation for for his magic. It's going to be, they are going to truly uh, inject the supernatural in the Marvel Universe. I'd say, like with the Asgardians, they've, they've sort of given it a quasi-scientific explanation. Um, but I was also getting the feeling you have, uh, what's the character we've only seen from the back of the Daredevil series? Stone? That if you uh, bring uh, Kun Lun and Danny Rand and Iron Fist into the mix, but that's magical, as well as Doctor Strange. So there could be supernatural creatures. There could be vampires running around, which then uh, I want to see Agent Carter take on, like, uh, what was that World War II one? Baron Blood? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Baron be- Blood better show up on season two of Agent Carter then That'd as a cool. Hollywood agent. But the, the the Asgardians, I mean, it's the old Asimov thing where any significantly advanced uh, science is indistinguishable Clark. from that. Yeah. Oh, it's Clark, yeah. Um, indistinguishable from magic. But the idea that, um, like, Loki 
can do magic. He can cast illusions and such. I mean, we're we're talking about interdimensional beings and the idea that Doctor Strange deals a lot with other dimensions and there are powers that come interchange between them. I, I just hope there's not a lot of hand waving trying to trying to systematize this as a science. I, I think that I think it works within the universe. Oh yeah, and well, and I realize Scarlet Witch too is all is presented with sort of there's no you know rhyme or reason to somehow some of the things she does you know with the in in Age of Ultron with her movements right, that just right. accomplishes things. She's casting spells for all intents and purposes. Let's you know let's not delve into it. But uh, that does mean uh, you know we could see Blade, we could see and said Ghost Rider because once you have Ghost Rider, there's hell. Yeah, there's really no way around that. You know. Um, which is one of the few things that I think the movies with Nicolas Cage did right. Uh, which I'd still say, though, for anybody who hasn't seen it, the best of the Ghost Rider movies is actually not a Ghost Rider movie at all. It's Drive Angry. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't watched that, you that's should, because movie. that's what the Ghost Rider movies should have been. Yeah. Uh, if it had only caught the, on fire a couple of times, that would have been wonderful. Yeah. He doesn't, but that's okay. And he's in a car instead of a motorcycle. Yeah. But, uh, for, it's that's the right plot that's the way it should have gone so anyway uh so yeah that's that's what's happening um in our multimedia uh geek world this week we wanted to cut it short uh and remind you again that we are going to be on at seven stars bar and grill in san jose uh say hi to paul get a linguisa corn dog and listen to our 400th episode record live at two o'clock surrounded by your friends that's right. Um, and so, uh, you know, if you are hearing this, of course, you know, on iTunes in the meantime, so you don't miss that episode, subscribe on iTunes, rate us, tell your friends, do the same on the Stitcher app if that's how you found us, or at www.fanboyplanet.com. And while you're there, if there's anything that um, you can't find at your local uh, brick-and-mortar store, your small business that you'd like to, to order on Amazon, we have a handy-dandy link there, and they'll kick a little back to us, as well as a PayPal because, uh, you know, I, we're going to have special effects on the 400th episode, right? There's going to be a lot of visuals. We will. Uh, are we going to bring a by holographic to, projector? The front row will have to have plastic over them. So. Oh, good. That's right. We're rigging in Shamu. That's our special guest. Exactly. We, for, we, for, we shouldn't have mentioned that. Uh, so, anyway, sorry, sorry to spoil that one. Uh, Shamu, the killer whale, will be there. And uh, it's his Jabba. So, also, if you have any questions, comments, compliments, criticism, any topics you'd like us to bring up at the live broadcast, please write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. Will there be and prizes? So, what? Will there be prizes at this 400th episode? Uh, you know, I'm sure we can probably bring a few together. Uh, let's do the raffle tickets. For the audience. Uh, yeah. Sure. All right. So, we'll have prizes too. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but no matter what, can they buy great us drinks? Food and drink. Food and drink would be fantastic. So, can they buy us a drink? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Although, I think I'm playing comedy sports that night, so not too many. So, um, anyway. All right. Uh, we'll see you on Saturday, June 13th. I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. I'm Nate Costa. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use your use powers, your powers only, only for good.
thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreatluke.com.